Welcome back, or welcome here to my podcast, What I Find Funny. My name is Deb Sherritt, and by your own will or by design, you've come across my podcast. You're always welcome to join me as I explore all aspects of funny. To me, funny is a plethora of different meanings. Funny can be something that sends you into fits of laughter, or it can mess with your head and make you wonder. And on what I find funny, you never know what kind of funny it's going to be. So, sit back for the next few minutes while I relay to you an experience I've had that struck me funny. And hopefully, you'll think so too, and I'll have been a bright spot in your day. Today's episode is all about me and my mouth. I've titled this episode, Too Big for My Britches. And I'm not shy in telling you that I know when I need a good talking to. I may be short in stature, but at times, I stand a full five foot two inch above all on my high horse. Thankfully, I've evolved enough to know when I've overstretched my bridges and need to rein it in, or at least I think I have. So, here goes. There are two scenarios I want to share with you. One where I felt completely in the right, and the other, well, let's just say my britches burst at the seams. The first incident happened about five years ago. Our youngest daughter, who I've nicknamed Bunny, was living at home at the time and I was driving her to work every morning before heading to my job. She worked in a dodgy end of town. Right across from her offices was a coffee shop with a large parking lot. I usually drove into the coffee shop parking lot, parked, let her out, and waited until she crossed the street and made her way to work before I'd leave. It was summer on this particular morning, and we both had our windows down enjoying the summer morning air. I pulled into the coffee shop parking lot and was immediately faced with a very large truck and an irate driver behind the wheel. I'm apparently blocking him in as I pull in, and I immediately apologize for doing so and manage to maneuver my vehicle out of his way. And as I pass him, I once again say, I'm sorry, through the open window, to which he replies, F you. Now, I'm not going to use the real F-bomb on here, although I do. However, I'd like to keep the podcast clean, even if my words aren't. Besides, you get the idea. So upon hearing him shout F you to me, well, it irked me to no end. I obviously didn't mean to block him in. And I apologized many times while getting out of his way, and then again as I cleared the way for him. His F you to me was just mean and unwarranted, and I wasn't going to let it get away with it. Well, isn't that lovely, I said to him. Nice to meet you, Mr. F you. Nice way to address someone who's apologized to you. As I parked my vehicle, my daughter slinked out of it, made her way across the street and off to work mortified. But I didn't forget. To my utter delight and surprise, there he was parked not two spots over when I pulled up to drop my daughter off the very next morning. Well, good morning, Mr. F.U. Bunny, say hello to Mr. F.U., who doesn't have enough manners to accept someone's apology and has to be a jerk about it, I said out loud. He could hear me because his windows were down, just like ours. 
Again, my daughter slinked out of the vehicle, made her way to work, while I made sure that Mr. F.U. knew he hadn't won against me. This continued for two more days before he either started going to a different coffee shop or arriving at a different time. And although my daughter thought I was crazy, I also showed her that I wasn't going to back down just because. And she knows this about me. I'm not afraid to go there. However, I believe I've learned my lesson. And it happened recently. There's one night of the year that is heralded in our home. The one night of the year that my honey bunch waits for all year long. It is the night of the street sweeper. Oh, yes, I'm sure you were all thinking about something else, but the street sweeper makes its way through our neighborhood, and that's Christmas and birthday all rolled into one for Honey Bunch. Simply because we have tens of dozens of mature trees in our neighborhood and the leaves are never really gone. They block the drainage grills that sit on the corner of our street, and so he does his best to keep them clear, but it's only until the street sweeper comes that one magical night each year that truly clears away all the buildup from the previous year. So it's a pretty big deal. Honeybunch enters the date into his calendar so he can look back and have an approximation of when they'll come the next year. Oh yeah, it's that big a deal. Anyway, we happened to be home up late one night in June. I'd just retired from work, and we were enjoying the beginning of summer and freedom and being able to do whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted, when Honeybunch saw a flashing light reflecting on our window. He gasped and immediately jumped up, looking out the front door and down the road. The street sweeper's here, he announced. Oh, joy! I jumped up and stood out on the front porch, waving to them as they drove by. Not one, but four sweepers in all. How exciting! Honeybunch could barely contain his happiness, and his joy is my joy. He took a quick peek down the road, and he can see a big city truck and yet another sweeper behind it. They were all on the opposite side of our street, but would eventually make their way down our side and clear away all the year's residue. Oh, happy day. But then, the big city truck pulled up to the stop outside our house, and he sat there for a while. And by this time, I was inside the house watching with Honeybunch beside me, arms wrapped around each other, awaiting the parade of the street sweepers along our side. As the big city truck sat there, we watched as the driver ate something, and then, to my complete shock, proceeded to drop his garbage onto the street, right in front of our house. What the f- Oh no, I was not having that. Are you kidding me? You're just going to go and drop your garbage onto the street? What? What kind of example is that setting? You're a city worker in a city truck. As I marched out to give this driver a piece of my mind, I, I could hear Honeybunch in the background warning me against it. Oh, but I wasn't listening. I was hell-bent that this guy was going to get an earful, and like the true twit I can be sometimes, I marched right over and called out, Hey! to get his attention, and I pointed to the garbage, not taking my eyes off him. Are you kidding me? 
I kept my angry eyes on him like steel, my finger pointing to the offending toss-off. Well, he could barely contain his lackluster as he pointed forward and said, Did you not just see the four street sweepers that drove by and will be heading back down your side? That's not the point, I said indignantly. And I looked down at the garbage and I stopped myself. I said nothing and I went back into my house. Honeybunch was waiting. So, he asked me, I relayed my side of the conversation and how the driver mentioned about the street sweepers that'll be returning down our side. He could tell that wasn't all of it. And I admitted to him that the garbage the city worker tossed out was a banana peel. Yep, sometimes you just get too big for your britches. And that night, I slinked back to the house, feeling like a complete twit. (laughs) That's what I find funny. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you hit that like button hard. Also, be sure to follow me so you'll know when the new episode's been uploaded. I really hope you share it with your family and friends and let them know this podcast can be found on Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and all other podcast streaming sites except Apple. I don't do anything except I apologize. Listen, remember to find funny where you can and take care.